The Joker marketing barrage continues as the October 4th release date draws ever closer, but avast ye matey, there'd be exciting Birds of Prey promotional materials cropping up, as well as cast listings and logos for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And oh yeah, Tom Welling and Erica Durant's They Are In The Crisis on Infinite Earths, that and so much more. Honestly, there's so much. I'm David C. Robertson, this act, my co-host, In The Dave Cave, Jason Goss. I like the Dave Cave. Yeah, I like saying it. It's solid. Solid and fitting. <laughs> You're listening to DC on Screen, the podcast that covers the entire DC Comics multiverse on film and television, gives honest opinions on projects upcoming and past, and believes that every version of a property is valid, even if we damn just don't son of a bitch and want it to be. If it has been released, it is fair game, so beware of spoilers and welcome to the show. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> you realize your initials are DC Robertson. I do. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Charming. Yeah, that's that's the big goal for this for this show. Eventually, like DC films will implode, or you will decide to stop doing the show, and then I will just turn <laughs> it into my own one man show called DC. Called DC Robertson. And oh, it's just okay. never. Uh, it's not even about DC Comics anymore. It's just oh. about David Carlos. <laughs> I would, I would like you to make it about like the two years of comics that were just weird detectives running around solving crimes <laughs> in like 1937. <laughs> that would be perfect. That'd be kind of fun too. Kind of would be fun. Or it would be a political show. Like at some point you're going to get to Dick Tracy and be like, all right, we're going to really open this up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to move on. And I'm going to be like, all right, well, now this is about Washington, D.C. <laughs> no, no. Also, I'm super sick. Physically, so, this time. If anyone senses me being loopy and or congested, true. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, uh, real quick, thank you for uh, to uh, J.D. McRae for uh, the patronage there. Mm-hmm. Appreciate uh, it. End all beyond. Uh, end on beyond. Mm-hmm. Or end, is it opposite of that? I don't remember now. I think it was end all end all. End all. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, if you want to be a patron, <laughs> help support the show. Help uh, us remember what the fuck we named that. Yeah. Yeah. We we do. You have the Jason's pull list. We have ad-free, uh, every episode ad-free on there. Uh, I don't think either one of us ever are at our best today. No. Well, I'm certainly not. Yeah. Like, this, like, I, we're recording this at, like, 5 p.m. on a Saturday, and uh, I am used to being at my best well before 5 p.m. now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm already a little sleepy. You're sick, so yeah. you guys can just bear with us. And we're doing a news episode. We haven't done one of these in a long time. Too long. Um, so, but here we are, because uh, some shit has happened. Shit has happened. Uh, some of this I'm just going to blow through, because it's cool, but let's blow through it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just left off in the middle of that sentence. Um, if you want to become a patron help support the show, uh, patreon.com slash DC on screen. There are two different tiers. One dollar tier gets you uh, every episode ad free. Uh, but if you have the five dollar tier, you get uh, extra content like Jason's pull list, chasing squirrels, whenever the hell I feel like putting one together. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel reviews, that kind of stuff. So... Joker won the gold, the Golden Lion, the Dot Prize at Venice Film Festival. That's solid. That's a big deal. It had an eight-minute standing ovation. God damn. <laughs> I mean, even my favorite movies, I don't stand for I have minutes. never done... That feels super weird. That's weird. Um, it is on track to beat Venom's box office record. It's uh, apparently, uh, according to Hollywood Reporter and NRG, it is... Uh, 
looking at about 82 million for the opening weekend. Could have one as low as 77 million or as high as 87. So that's kind of a big deal because yeah. they didn't spend anything on this movie. <clears throat> no, they spent like was it 25 or something? I don't even know. I, I don't know. It wasn't high. I think it was. Uh, let's see. It said it was made for about half of Venom's cost. So whatever Venom was, like hmm. two, three hundred dollars, two, two hundred, three, two hundred. You look at the effects of Venom. Two, yeah, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I can cut a paycheck, make that. Yeah. All right. Uh, according to Todd Phillips, the uh, the tickets are going to go on sale Monday, September twenty third at nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for us, that's like two days from now. <laughs> yeah, and we'll buy them. And we'll buy them. I mean. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. So there's there's this little influx of critics who have decided to shit all over Joker by saying that it's going to uh, cause people to sympathize with him so much that they basically become uh, terrorists. And uh, the Telegraph posed a question to Phoenix, uh, saying, the, asking if they thought it would perversely end up inspiring exactly the kind of people it's about, which uh, with potentially tragic results. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix stood up and walked out of the interview. <laughs> he came back, but he got a Warner Brothers, a Warner Brothers uh, representative to come over there and handle the situation. Gotcha. Apparently, the, people have been asking him about this. I I don't I I don't understand. Like it, it's how how is this movie so inciting? I, I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but. Are, it's the ongoing problem is like what are you uh representing on tv or film or whatever in media and i mean there has to be a point where what you're representing doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to carry over into your real life this feels like if we're worried about the movie that he's making and it being too representative then we shouldn't play any fucking games that i've been playing since i was 13 (laughs) like duke nukem was terrible (laughs) Fucking terrible. Just the worst. There's, for sure. There's a great bit uh, in Married with Children where Al's favorite TV show, Psycho Dad, gets taken off the air by law. Yeah. And he goes to Congress to appeal it and gives this pretty great speech where he's like, you know, uh, <laughs> he's like, we watched this. Was it called Bundy Goes to Washington? Because that's it awesome. It may have been. It may have been, but he he's trying to get it reinstated on on American television. Yeah, and he's he's like, you know, we we had parents, ladies and gentlemen, and he's all he's on the he's on the cusp of of getting them to agree with him. And he's like, we had parents, ladies and gentlemen, parents who told us, uh, don't do what TV tells you, do what we tells you, or five across the eye, <laughs> and that's where he loses them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't violently assault your children to teach them lessons. Short of that, this this shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I I, I don't. I, you know what? The the truth is, I'm sure it will incite somebody to do something. Yeah, everything does. I, I'm kind of hoping that because uh, a, a fair amount of the like falter all around the film has been about. Um, inciting kind of like a, uh, reclusive personality to take a violent mm. end. Um, and yeah, that's a problem. Like you, you shouldn't, and especially like the trailers we've seen are about bullying mm-hmm. and, and so on. And, uh, people that feel tread on being, uh, you know, used as outliers and, and abused or a subject of amusement or whatever. But hopefully 
rather than <laughs> rather than worrying that this is going to be like a glorification, which it will be, by the way, because it's called Joker. Like this, th- I don't the, think it's going to be a glorification. It might be. Uh, it feels like it's going to be a cautionary tale. That's kind of my point. Is it will be? It will be like a uh, a fleshed out version of what happens in certain ways, but. It has the opportunity to be used as a great counterpoint to bullying in general. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't have to vilify a product necessarily if you can take the right. So you think this is going to be basically a the cinematic comic book version of uh, Pearl Jam's Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, actually. Clearly, I remember picking on the boy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I I think that maybe where we're going with the movie and uh, take the right don't object to the thing itself like if it's a good mm-hmm. piece of uh media or whatever that's that's fine but this is one of the things that people forget when they're talking about how media influences things is media does its job it, like it's it's just a painting on a wall you from that you take what you want and you can affect the rest of the actual fucking people mm-hmm. that you live with differently like you can just take from this movie that oh yeah we shouldn't do these things to people yeah like maybe we shouldn't put people in uh fucked up jobs that they hate and not respect any of their feelings or uh have a a, apparently according to the trailers be okay with a fucked up relationship between mom and son Mm -hmm. or uh put people in institutionalized care that doesn't give a goddamn about them uh like yeah they're these are real problems. Yeah. Maybe this film will address that, and we shouldn't worry about necessarily it, it uh, aggrandizing uh, people that are just going to take it the wrong way. Yeah, I don't care if people take it. I mean, I don't want people to take it the wrong way and do no. something, but, I mean, I'll be honest, man. We were just watching Big Brother the other night, and yeah. the show ended, and they kind of just cold opened into the next show, which was, I think, an episode of the a show called FBI, and it's like, dude walking through the park at night. Mm-hmm. He gets the sense somebody's following him. He kind of starts walking faster. The dude following him like just says his name. And he's like, oh. And he turns around. He's like, well, what's going on? And then the guy just shoots him. Nice. Like, he just called his name. And he's like, oh. And he turned around and then got shot. And I and it so helped me, I thought, that is a really good tactic. <laughs> this TV show just taught me how to kill somebody. Yeah. If I ever really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now, I would be terrible at the disposal, so there's no way it's ever going to happen. Yeah. Not because, you know, it would make me a bad person and I'm morally opposed to killing. I just know that I am sloppy and I don't look over the details well enough. I am not detail-oriented enough to kill a person. (laughs) And not get caught. (laughs) That's fair. That's entirely fair. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean... I, I don't think I could get away with it. No. I, I really don't. No. It, it's just not a thing. Like, the cops would come to speak to me to, just to see if I heard anything, and they'd look down to see a piece of brain on my shoe. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought I got that. My wife can tell you. She's like, every, anything I eat, she's like, you know, you got crumbs all over. <laughs> what? I spent 14 hours cleaning the bathroom. That was not the bathroom you killed him in. <laughs> Use a lint roller to get the rest of his hair and, and, and skin off of your shoulder. We have a wheelbarrow. I don't know why you had to drag... Okay, this is getting too real. <laughs> we don't have a wheelbarrow. I don't either, and I miss it. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I should. It's a useful tool. I'm Been around for thousands it. of years for a good reason. Yeah, we never have really <laughs> moved beyond the wheelbarrow. <laughs> it It's there for a reason. <laughs> All right. Is your house in brick? Fucking wheelbarrow. <laughs> I promise you. 
Alright, so uh, comicbook.com was talking to Joaquin Phoenix, asking him about uh, if he went to any, if he went to like dark places to get the character. He says, this is going to disappoint you. I don't think I went to dark places, so we had a good time. <laughs> honestly, That's actually really nice. Yeah, he's like, honestly, or I'd feel like either I'm going to disappoint you or I'm going to seem like an actor that is not really committed. And you're like, he didn't really do good in that movie. He had a good time. He should have had a good time. <laughs> No, fuck that. That's the point. They were asking that because of the Heath Ledger story. Oh, I know. And fuck them, man. I mean, yeah, it, I get it. it. The question's there to ask, but it, it is okay to have a good time on a movie set when the title is Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did. He said, um, we did laugh a lot. He says uh, they often laughed until they cried, and... Um, he says, that was a thing. I saw somebody in the elevator, and they were like, wow, that was really fucking intense. And I was like, oh, we laughed like every day. <laughs> there was nothing really to laugh at. Like, oh, we were kind of fucked up. We literally were laughing every day going, this is ridiculous. This guy is, I mean, yeah, I love those stories of actors. I kind of do wish that I was that way because it sounds so cool, but I didn't have that experience. <laughs> I mean, the the funniest part is, like, knowing Joaquin from just the history of him, uh, yeah, he's kind of that way. Like, he'll he commit super hard yeah. to a, a role. Todd Phillips said that he would, like, just, like, get frustrated because he wasn't in the character and walk off sometimes. And yeah. the poor actors would think that it was them. And, and he'd be like, no, no, this is his process. Let him go. <laughs> and he'd, like, come back. He'll come and, back. It'll be good. Like, All right. Okay. I got it down. Apparently, he said, and I didn't, I didn't copy this over, but apparently I don't want to get too deep into it mm -hmm. because I felt like it was a little spoilery for me. But there are three different laughs that, that he perfected in this movie. I mean, he put one in the trailer, which was yeah. pretty great. Mm -hmm. I really like that laugh. I, like, it's yeah. frightening. Mm -hmm. right. And it, it follows very closely in the trailer. They'll be like, well, I, 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 what, how does he put it? I only have negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So, uh,. Todd Phillips had to clear up some stuff he'd said. He said that, well, it was he was reported that he said that they didn't take anything from the comics. And uh, he did, he cleared that up. He says, it's funny because a lot of you guys have probably reprinted something I said in Empire where I was misquoted. I'm not going to complain. I, I like the writer. He wrote a great piece where I said we didn't take anything from the comic book world. It's actually not what I said. What I said was we didn't take anything from one particular comic. We kind of picked and chose what we liked from the kind of 80-year canon of Joker. He kind of pulled a few things that we liked. I mean, he, like, they clearly chose from Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. The abandoned comedian and all that. Mm-hmm. And it was pointed out to me on Twitter, and I can't remember who said it. Uh, forgive me. Someone pointed out the uh, the talk show was Dark Knight Returns. Uh, oh, the talk show was that. Also, um, Dark Returns. The, the, uh, there was a Robert De Niro movie that uh, Forrest Jeter, uh, one of the people I work with, pointed out to to me that it was a that was a callback to a movie where like the the comedian is the butt of the joke king of comedy yeah 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 that's a good one i for, I, i'd never seen that one watch um, that yeah you should watch that i that's what forrest told me to <laughs> <laughs> i don't disagree you should absolutely watch that but uh he pointed out that was a, a big deal and and yeah, a little king uh, of comedy is a little uh, taxi driver too another De Niro movie. Yeah, I've seen Taxi Driver, but but um, yeah, the uh, did you notice that the the uh, Robert De Niro the the his character his the the late uh, the talk show host tagline mm -hmm. above him is the a Batman animated series font. 
Nice. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I may not have, because at, at, at mentally, there were a couple times where we're like, Mark Barron! Awesome! Yeah. Because I was just super excited to see him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because, crazily enough, like, I love Mark Maron as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And as a podcaster, um, he, he's, he's top tier. Like, WTF is fucking, I mean, it, huge. But, him as an actor, mm-hmm. between Glow and Maron as a show, fucking a lot of yeah, un- good unleashed potential there. Yeah. He can act. He's in some movie. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's Sword of Truth. Oh, yes. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I want to see that. That's based in Birmingham. Like, yes. they did a lot of establishing shots in places like, oh, yeah, I drive. Yeah. I drive by that every day. Mm-hmm. I, I, as soon as that's available, it's it's on the to-do list. Yeah. That's fair. All righty. So, uh, he wanted to clear this up, too, Todd Phillips. He says, um, there was a quote where he said, I will do anything Joaquin wants to do. And I would, but the movie's not set up. They they were asking about a sequel. He said he would want to he would do anything Joaquin wanted to do. And he said uh, if he was willing to do it, and if people showed up to this movie and Warner's came to us and said, you know what, if you guys could think of something, dot dot dot. He <laughs> says, well, I have a feeling that he and I could think of something pretty cool. But as it stands, there is no sequel in the works. We no. have to see how this one does. Um, this was one of my favorite things. One of the guys, one of this little this little dickwad, David Ehrlich, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll call him out. Uh, wrote a, I just like dickwad. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, this little dickwad wrote a sincerely negative review uh, of Joker, and uh, I'll tell you what he actually said. But WB is basically just using it uh, as promotion. Like there, there are you know a few dozen glowingly positive reviews that they could have used. Mm-hmm. They chose to uh, carefully scalpel out the one thing that sounded like a good thing out of this one asshole's review. Nice. Uh, they have a little poster here and says, an immaculately crafted piece of mass entertainment. Uh, some of the... <laughs> this Maverick Movies on Twitter wrote, uh, this is God-level trolling on WB's part. I, I, I have to agree. Uh, here's the segment that that immaculately crafted piece of mass entertainment quote came from, from David Ehrlich's uh, Indie Wire review. But Phillips, stuck between reinventing the superhero movie from the ground up and throwing a cheap disguise on the same dumb origin story we've already seen 1,000 times, needs his Joker to be both the light and the dark, the yin and the yang, the only sane man in a world gone mad. He needs to have his cake and smear it all over his face and a big red smile too. The result is an immaculately crafted piece of mass entertainment that wants to be all things to all people, less a Rorschach test than a cinematic equivalent of Schrodinger's cat that leaves us feeling like the movie and the current state of studio filmmaking itself might actually be dead and alive at the same time. Dear God, parts of that sound like a... Like a wonderful interpretation of, <laughs> of this film, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but I, if you go to the review, he is just shitting all over it. He calls him an edge lord. He calls the uh, oh, the, he ta- yeah. calls Todd Phillips an edge lord. He of course. He's just like he's saying. He said something about how it was going to be so it's so dark and gritty that uh, I love the part about viewers will think they got disguise. the cut. Oh, nice. Uh, a cheap disguise <laughs> on the same dumb story we've already seen a thousand times. You have not. Yeah. You have yeah. not. There are like four Joker origin stories. Yeah. I, it's. I think he's just talking about comic book villain origins. Yeah, I know. But 
You, you should. You, did you see? What it's he called said? Joker. Did you see what he said about uh, Suicide Squad? No. God. He, he he posted like a thing from Memento. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude writing down, "Don't believe his lies," and it says when. Yeah, I've seen this. You saw that, yeah. and he said something about like when a studio posts a uh, big splashy announcement to a sequel to a dumb piece of shit that no sane person liked ten minutes ago, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and like David Ayer actually was like, dude, that's hurtful. <laughs> dude. Lots of people put their blood, sweat, and tears into this. WTF. Thing. And then he tried to like kind of backpedal it and be like, well, no, don't crawl at this shit. You were being a piece of shit. I was expressing fr- frustration that, you know, other good movies aren't get- being seen because tent poles and. But. No, 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 no. You there know what you room did. For all these movies. You know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> you were being shitty. Just. Stand by it or admit to it. All right. So uh, Todd Phillips says that the Joker movie was specifically written for Joaquin Phoenix, so screw all those rumors of DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, what's, what's really fun is he said that he had to keep going to Joaquin's house and pitching it. Like, nice. Phoenix asked him to come over and audition it for him, and he says it wasn't an easy decision, but he kept saying, let's be bold, let's do something. And Phillips said, I kept waiting for him to just say, okay, I'm in, and he never did. Apparently, Phoenix is just still not officially in this thing. Um, <laughs> well, I spent a few weekends doing some shit. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Yeah, Philip said, you just never get a yes. All you get is more questions. You just kept asking <laughs> more questions about it. It's awesome. Um, I mean, should I do this? I don't know. There's <clears throat> people being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a day yep. surrounding me, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joaquin Phoenix says uh, that he did not want to... He wanted to avoid being identifiable by real-world uh, psychiatrists. So anytime they would, like, start heading in a certain direction for a certain, you know, condition, they would kind of pull it back. That's really cool. Yeah, and kind of t- veer it in another direction. And he said that... Uh, it started with the script and talking with Todd, and then he consulted a book about assassins and would-be assassins, and kind of that in the book uh, broke down different types of thing, types of personalities that do those sorts of things. He says, but as soon as I started to identify, because I did identify Arthur as a particular personality, a particular type, but I also wanted the freedom to create something that wasn't identifiable. Uh, this is a fictional character, and I didn't want a psychiatrist to be able to identify the kind of person that he was. When you get into the sort of medications, you're talking about what issues he may have, uh, and it would always feel like, let's step away from that. And we wanted to have the room to kind of really create what we want. So there was this kind of balance. I, I, I think that sounds cool. That's awesome. All right. And for that to be like something they were cognizant of, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, there Super was a whole lot more about Joker because they're just out and about talking about stuff. And yeah. I'm kind of trying to tread lightly because I want to see the movie as fresh as I can. So we're going to move on to Suicide Squad. Fair enough. Uh, the Suicide Squad official logo is revealed. And I love it. It looks like the Ostrander logo from the 70s. And uh, that's just my shit. I like that. Um, All right. Haven't seen it. Yeah, you have. We talked have about I? it. Oh. It's like the yellow with the bullet holes. I have seen that. Yeah. Yes. It looks, you know, and I didn't realize it until I saw it on that background. It does very much look like Pulp Fiction. It looks like a, a tar- it looks like a Tarantino film. A little bit. Which, you know, Tarantino just loves that kind of old shit anyway. So. Yeah. He's nostalgic. And James That's part Gunn, of his formula. James Gunn announced the cast uh, and had the same font with all their names and said, don't get too attached. So I'm assuming a lot of these people are going to be dead by halfway point. 
Uh, we have David. Do you know all these people? I don't know all these people. I'll tell you when I don't know them. We have David Dostmalshian. Tell me when you do know him. Like, explain oh. him to me. Do you know David Dostmalshian? Nope. Um, he was the uh, the dude in Dark Knight who was like tied up. And he oh, was, like, in the yeah. guard, and then he was also in Flash and as Abracadabra. He was in Gotham. As yeah, that, uh, I don't normally like him. You don't normally like him. He was yeah. in Ant Man. He's like the Russian. I know dude. him. I know. Yeah. Uh, he's he's the guy that like every once in a while I'm like oh, I really. And it's not uh, his fault. I feel like he's doing what he's told all the time. Mm-hmm. But it feels like he uh, he when he's used, I don't like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to describe that. But uh, I don't have. He was weird on Gotham, and that's the only time I feel like he was less than I liked. I loved him as Abracadabra. He was. He yeah, I liked him as Abracadabra. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could I could do with that. Um, I do like the guy though. Yeah. He but. seems like salt to the earth in real life. No, I mean, even as a professional. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's I, nice. I like what he can do. I just hope <laughs> hope he's being pointed in the right direction. Uh-huh. And we're talking about James Gunn. It's so, James Gunn, so I'm sure. All right, so after all of my salting mm-hmm. the, the the problem, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy about David right. Desmol. Ch- fuck myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've got John Cena. You yeah, know that. You yeah know I know that, that one. I know that one. Uh, Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. Of course. Back again. Yeah. I don't also know. Also awesome. I don't know Joaquin Cosio or Casio. Don't know. I looked him up and I know his face, but I couldn't rec- I didn't recognize anything that he was in except for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. I think he was a Reaver. Or not a Reaver. Uh, what were they called? Can't be a Reaver. That was it Firefly. Reaver. That's Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Ravager? Ravager? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember what they're called. I don't either. Yeah. Take away my Marvel fan claw. <laughs> uh, Facebook card, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... We know right, Nathan Fillion. Uh-huh. Keep going through people. Yeah. All right, Nathan Fillion. We know fantastic. Nathan. Uh, fantastic. Joel Kinnaman. Fantastic. Happy to see that. Uh, Rick Flag back. Yeah. Uh, Na Nig something. I don't know her name. Ng. <clears throat> Mailing Ng. I don't know her. Okay. Uh, I, I think, but okay. Flula Borg. I've seen him a bunch of times, and I don't know what. I, I don't recognize anything that he was actually in. All right, we're gonna look up all these people. Oh, are we? Oh yeah, that's okay. My new plan. That's terrifying. <laughs> I agree. Flula Borg, German actor. It says top of YouTube. All right, that yeah. that dude. Yeah, I mean I've seen him a bunch of times. I just don't <clears throat> know where or how. I don't know why. Uh, Buddy Moon, Pitch Perfect Two, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen any of these. Mostly things. voice actor, I think. Well, that's cool. I don't know where I would have seen him though. All right. Uh, who was the other person? Mailing. Mailing and I guess. Mm. 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 I don't know. Mailing. Mm. Mailing. Mm. Oh, she was in Wonder Woman. Oh, that's cool. Was she one of the Amazonians or something? I think so. Cool. That'll work. <laughs> oh my god. Mm? Eleven actress things. <laughs> <laughs> None of them memorable, except... Is that Wonder Woman? This. Oh, what? Uh, pretty much this. This this is this is oh, all we've got here. Okay. All right. So moving on, we have Sean Gunn. We know Sean. Gunn. We know him. Uh, yeah. Juan Diego Bado. I don't know him. All right. Storm Reed. I think she was in that um Ava DuVernay movie. Maybe. Okay. The uh, what was that? God, my brain. My my brain's gone today. I don't know. Um, the one that the critics hated for no reason. I mean, <laughs> I have a phone. What? <clears throat> Storm Reed. Yeah. Let's make this happen. I <laughs> I tried to swipe <laughs> Storm, and my phone swiped Sperm. Oh. Why do you have... St- no, I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> I, 
Never mind. That, that's not even a thing. It's clearly a thing. It, like, Your even, phone knows it. it. Even typing in porn, that's not a thing that I type in. But here we are. Um, Euphoria. Uh, all right. So uh, let's go to IMDb. And A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. That yeah. was the thing I was that's thinking of. Thing. Yeah. All right. Pete Davidson, he's the guy from SNL who was with uh, Ariana Grande. Nice. Um, Taika Watiti, you know that cat. Yeah. Never know how to say his name. I just told you. Yeah. Taika Watiti. Is it? Is, okay. Uh, Good job. Alice Good job. Braga. I don't know her. Mm-mm. We never did say who Juan Diego Bato was. Did you say Al- Alice? Alice Braga. Did you say Alice Braga? No. I said Alice Braga. Okay. All right. Maybe I did. You guys can let me know. But we never looked up Juan. All right. Juan Diego Bato. Keep going over people. I'll look him up in the background. All right. We've got Steve A.G. or A.G. That name feels familiar. He's Hold a on. comedian. He's, oh. I think he's going to be King Shark. I'm going to look him up first. I've heard that. That is a mean as true. Oh! No, I've seen him before. Yeah, he's a character actor. Juan? Also a comedian. Uh, No, Steve Agee. Oh, yeah. Or a gee, or whatever. Juan, I'll keep looking up. Yeah, keep looking up Juan. Uh, Yeah, it's just a bunch of people I don't know. Tanashi Kajiz? Yeah, if you look up Juan, he's like the fourth name. I don't know him from shit, but lots of pictures. (laughs) I knew his face when I looked him up earlier. I just didn't do any like show prep mm-hmm. for this for this no, segment. They, he released like twenty names, man. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, honestly, like I I looked up all these people and thought Jason's just gonna go like I don't know who that is. I just we're gonna move on. So yeah, I'm gonna look them up. You actually want to look up all these people? I don't. I'm gonna look up all these people. This is bizarre. Let's figure out what we're doing. You're sick and medicated. Yeah. Okay. I'm also well. I'm I'm what? sick, medicated, and. Slightly drunk, so we're going to okay. look up all these people. Yeah, that was the part I wasn't going to say unless you offered the, you know, Yeah, I'm going to say that. Okay. This is how I'm closing my nostrils right now, is having a few shots. So I have not had anything, by the way, just for, so you guys know. <laughs> so I don't, and I, that's not that's not to be like I'm better than Jason. I still know him from nothing. That is not to say that I'm better than Jason. That is me saying I have no excuse that I am worse off than Jason <laughs> right now. That is... Uh, yeah, I've got him. From, uh, uh, he's mostly in Spanish stuff. Like his entire IMDb is in Spanish. Mm. All right, I, I got nothing on that one. Who else? So we because got? we're Americans, we know that means he ain't a real actor, right? Um, Kick him out. <laughs> Send him going. Fuck the Dream Act. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> we know too many people like that. Perfectly aware that that's awful. Um, thank God. Did you look up Alice Braga? Uh, no, I did not. All right. <clears throat> you look up Alice Keep Braga. Going. I'm going to look up, uh, Tanashi. Alice, uh, Braga. All right, that, mm-hmm. that showed up pretty quickly. Don't know her. Uh, Queen of the South, I am legend. Uh, I'm to be, hold on, hold on. Elysium, Repo Men, I am legend. All right, so, okay. nothing. I mean, some of that was some big stuff, man. Oh, yeah, they're movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this, uh... Tina she, Tanashi, she was in Valor, Inspectors, Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, a uh, bunch of stuff. Uh, Powers over uh, that, that adaptation of that comic book that right. I never read. Um, Day Zero Superstore. She was in Superstore. She was a clerk. You like Superstore. Right? I do love Superstore. It's something I'm watching right now. Uh, I've got nothing, though, on, on this one. On who? On uh, uh, Queen of the South is apparently a big deal right now in USA. Huh. I did, uh, at one, uh, nothing against USA. I watched a lot of USA in my time. 
Yeah, man. I remember Major Dad. <clears throat> no. No. Back in the <laughs> Dead Zone, you know, oh. Monk era. Mm-hmm. Watched a ton of it. Yeah, I remember Major Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So who else we got? All right. We got uh, Daniela Melchior or Mel- Melchior. I don't know. She's You're looking her up. Yeah, I'm looking her up. She's uh, yeah. not in a bunch of. She's mostly in a bunch of uh, foreign stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. that's all Spanish. Okay, that's literally Spanish until this movie. Yep. Valor de Vida, Olivero Negro de Paterdinis, Ajardiaria, Verde. I'm sure my pronunciation like, is not only, great, but only, I know that's yeah, Spanish. Like the only English thing she's in before the Suicide Squad is the Black Book. The Black Book, yeah. Yeah. I'm so. surprised it's not called, like, Negro Libro. <laughs> All right, so the next guy up we know, Peter Capaldi. Oh, fucking Peter Capaldi. Oh, we God, love him damn. to death. We, he, he was our 12th doctor. Yeah. Um, and the doctor on uh, World War Z. Yeah, the doctor on World War Z. And uh, do, do you remember what he was the doctor of? No. He was a doctor for an organization that's, uh, that oh, had an anagram the, that was like WHO. World Health Organization. World yeah, Health Organization. Yeah, that's an actual thing. In the credits, yeah. he was credited as Who Doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was the doctor. I'd forgotten that part. Oh. I remember he was credited yeah. as the doctor. That's really good. Yeah. All right. World Health Organization. Really good thing. Is it an anagram? Did I say that right? Is that an anagram, is it? I think. I'm thinking of something. Hold on. Else. Uh, anagram or uh, initialism. No, that's an anagram. When it says, uh, when it's a real world, uh, when it's, <laughs> sorry, sick and drunk. When anagram it's a real like a word that's the same forward and backward, right? No, that's a palindrome. That's a palindrome. Okay. Uh, like 919, so 19 was a uh, palindrome. And okay. we won't see that again until uh, December 21st, 2021. Uh-huh. You won't. Uh, Rats live on no evil star. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're willing to write an O in front, and then you have uh, February uh, 11th, 2020, I think, is right. your next uh, palindrome. But uh, an, initial, an initialism, sorry, an initialism is when everything, ah, fuck, oh, fuck me. An initialism is every when everything uh, is an initial, but uh-huh. it doesn't make a whole word. Oh. I think when it's a whole word, it's a different thing. Yeah. But what is Shazam? Shazam? Yeah. Strength of Her- Hercules. All yeah, that yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It, that, that's, uh... What is it called? Oh, fuck me. I'm gonna have to look it up. Look it up! God. Look it up. Oh, that sucks. We suck. It's... It's not an anachronism, because that's, <laughs> It's uh, not an... <laughs> an entirely different thing. <laughs> it is an anagram. I was right. Anagram. God, I should really just trust myself, because <laughs> that was a whole thing. <laughs> This is like a life lesson you've learned on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So Peter Capaldi, we, he was the twelfth Doctor. He was uh, the Who Doctor, yeah. and um, I think maybe my god, favorite role of his, Malcolm Tucker in the Thick of It. Oh god, that was so good. Yeah. The Thick of It was fantastic. It like if, if you, you gonna, have to drop everything you're doing and and listen to something, it's the Thick of It. Are you gonna go back and look at him as um, George Harrison? And what? I'm looking it up right now, but I know he played George Harrison. <laughs> yes, probably. The answer is yes, probably. You should, like, because I hear Christopher Eccleston did a great job as John Lennon in something. God damn it, that sounds good, too. Um, and I didn't get hmm. to see Yesterday in theaters. I'm super pissed about it, so I'm waiting, kind of waiting. A good movie. <sighs> Fuck. 
I appreciate you not telling me about anything. Oh yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about it for like <laughs> two months, waiting for that to to hit. I I just didn't get a chance, and I just realized that you told me you didn't want me to tell you if it was a good movie or not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, that, saying it was a good movie was actually fine. Mm-hmm. I like if you had said like, oh, it was pretty bad, I would have been super like. Ah. That would have gotten in my head a little bit. Capaldi uh, played George Harrison in an American TV movie called John and Yoko, A Love Story. Oh, fuck. I think I've seen that. How long was that? Oh, I think I've seen that. Was that like a VH1 uh, TV production? I I have no idea. I think I've seen that. You just said it like a beetle. I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that. All right. Um, What else we got? Uh, who yo we're who super is. excited about right. fucking doctor who being in suicide squad obviously I'm, I'm, yeah i'm definitely and i'm just i want to know who he's playing because he shaved his head and yeah. then he let it say he like before they announced that he was in suicide squad they asked what he shaved his head for and he said oh there's some prosthetic like i just you know <laughs> what is he what is he I don't know. Like, if you just told me shaped head, I'd have been like calendar band, Riddler. I don't know. Yeah, right. But, but the prosthetic thing. But with the prosthetic thing, fuck, I don't know. And I want him to do it. Whatever it is, I want him to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You want him to do it. Uh, God damn, that sounds fantastic. Julio Ruiz. He's in that awful CBS show SWAT. Uh, <laughs> big wasted something in Preacher. Do you know? You know, you watch Preacher. Mm. I watch the shit out of Preacher. Who is he in Preacher? Big Wasted D? Something. Big Wasted something. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a picture. I'm looking. I'm trying to get back to a picture. Swipe the shit out of IMDb, man. Swipe it. I'm there. <laughs> I don't remember him from Preacher. <laughs> That's the way it always kind of goes, isn't it? I thought I would. I don't. <laughs> I do not. This is gonna, uh, God, I, hope, I, I don't know. You know, this is one of those episodes where I'm a little worried that people, that this is the episode that's gonna blow up. <laughs> like, you're just gonna get like a hundred thousand listens and they're all gonna hear you being drunk and sick and me just being stupid for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Home Let's do this. Hell. I, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Go for it. All right. So we got about 20 other names. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Holland. No, we only have a couple. Jennifer Holland, uh, Viola Davis. We know Viola uh, Davis. Yeah, we know her. And also, God bless the fucking movie franchise for bringing her back. Idris Elba. We know Idris Elba. Uh, Yeah. We know Margot Robbie. I don't think we have to look him up. Yeah. And Margot Robbie, God damn it. And Michael Rooker, oh, fuck. I don't care what he's doing. God damn it, yes. So, Jennifer Holland, she was in an American Pie, it looks like. The Book of Love, not a real American Pie. One of those weird side things with Eugene Levy. Nice. Um, she was in Brightburn. I want to see Brightburn. I still I haven't seen see Brightburn. Burn. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, a James Gunn take on Man of Steel. I know. I know. It's really high on the to-do list. It is. Rush Hour, The Glades, Perception. Okay. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll check it out when Brightburn happens, when I see Brightburn. <sighs> All right. So, overall... I'm excited. That is a boss fucking list. It is. I do love that parts of the list, we have no fucking idea what they're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. But uh, parts of it are amazing. Yeah. 
So, uh, someone asked James Gunn if uh, the Suicide Squad was going to start filming uh, this Monday, and he says, I'm shooting it right now, today. <laughs> so, that was yesterday, September 20th, as nice. we're recording, which means that right now they're shooting the Suicide Squad. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And apparently, from what I understand, is they're, they're, gonna, they're in Atlanta. They're like three hours away from us, man. Two. I've driven there several times for concerts. It's yeah. it's just a couple hours. I think they're going to head to Panama. My favorite though was Panama. when we yeah that's all. Uh, my favorite was when I went to uh, <laughs> we were going to see Radiohead mm-hmm. and uh, we we were driving like we got about forty minutes into the drive and at some point somebody looked at the ticket because this were like they were printed out tickets that we got in the mail mm-hmm. and said like seven what time. <laughs> and it occurred to us that they were like, print out tickets for 7 Eastern versus Central. And we sped the fuck up mm-hmm. and drove 95 miles an hour between here and Atlanta. Because, uh, yeah, we only missed about a song and a half. Yeah. That's, you know. <sighs> Summer Nights. Yep. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, Jai Courtney says that uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad will be tonally different. Mm-hmm. I think we figured that, but that was going to be out. They were asking... Uh, <laughs> Simplify was asking, um, if if he thought the shift was gonna be weird, and he says I don't think it's gonna be weird. It's kind of funny that we're getting it up to go again, and there's a bunch of new people and a bunch of old people too. It's going to be different for sure, but I think everyone's welcoming that challenge and welcoming the new energy in. I love David. I loved working with David. I'd work with David again in a heartbeat. I feel like that's just Johnny Courtney being like, please hire me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, enjoying himself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But Gun 2 is quite prolific and really obviously does know what he's doing. I'm excited to see what he brings to it. It's going to be tonally different, but very cool as well. The world has evolved from where we're at at this point. He's going to have his own take on it. It's going to be great. Um, and James Gunn has come out and said, uh, that a bunch of the characters' castings we've gotten wrong. He says some characters will get out, some already have, although some reported on, including from reputable sources, have been very wrong. But in all honesty, I don't know when we'll see an official, we'll officially release character info for a long, long while to come. So, that's interesting. I want to know who, uh, it, I, look, I've got, I kind of got my heart set on Polka Dot Man now. <laughs> and they had time to change things if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast is there for whatever. Yeah. Um, that is an amazing cast. I mean, regardless of who we've never heard of before, they're gonna, they're gonna have a good time. But actually, my favorite part is, um, uh, it's gonna be totally different, but very cool as well. The world has evolved from where we were at at this point. Like, the world has evolved. Mm -hmm. In this film, apparently, the world has changed. Like, you remember Mm -hmm. in the original Suicide Squad, there were uh, the papers depicting the death yeah. of Superman. Yeah. Well, he's back now. I know. But there, theoretically, this has something to do with that. And, you know, it's it's a part of the extended universe instead of being some weird sidebar thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be okay with a weird sidebar thing, but... Did you did you hear what uh, Kevin Smith was saying about, uh, about this movie and Nathan Fillion? Mm-mm. He's saying that, like... Well, first he was talking about, like, who the hell is Nathan Fillion going to play, blah, blah, blah. He's like, they, he said, they're not married to any continuity anymore. They could do whatever. Like, Nathan Fillion could be Batman, which Kevin Smith doesn't know. No. Also, 
Cool. Yeah, I would. I would. I would I, I'd, I'd do that too. Fine. But <laughs> He's got the chin. Let's do then, this. Then he like turns. Like Mark Bernard mentions, mm-hmm. he could be Green Lantern. And then Kevin Smith was like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like, and based on something I, I've heard from a source, from a really good source, he could be playing Green Lantern. That would be fantastic. I'm like, why are you acting like it's like you don't know anything about the movie? But nah, just I don't know. Kevin Smith. I love the guy. He's a little frustrating sometimes. Yeah, he is. He, he, like he knows just <laughs> enough to be dangerous. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm excited. I. I want all the things. I would like it. And it. If what he's talking about is a point, mm-hmm. then he might be just close enough to have broached a subject. We're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're going to use this Suicide Squad film to really tie together the like the the entire universe. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think that Kevin Smith is right in any capacity in in terms of this not being in the same universe. I think this is totally the DCEU. This is in the same Suicide Squad universe. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't see how you bring in Viola Davis, Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, and Joel Kinnaman if you're not exactly you, if you wanted it separate, you would. I think the director, especially... Minimally, uh, you'd recast Amanda Waller. Yeah. Minimally. Especially, though, a director like James Gunn. You would Who had, that, by the way, all the swagger when he walked into this deal. Yeah. I mean, well, he, he... No, he well, did. Just been fired from Disney. <laughs> he had been fired in a weird way from Disney. Like, mm-hmm. he walked into this deal as like, yeah, I'm unemployed, weirdly, <clears throat> and what would you like me to do? And I, I honestly think... Right. So you think he walked into to, to WB Studios with like Hair of the Dog by Nazareth playing behind him? Something like it, yeah. Like I, I honestly think he, <laughs> in my version of this thing, like he, because uh, remember like the supposed news of of uh, James Gunn and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, as it went down, it was like by like eight eight p.m. our time. Um, it was, <laughs> it was suddenly broken and by like 2 a.m. it was, uh, a big deal via, via certain groups. And then by like 2 p.m. the next day, he was fired by, his, by mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah. Honestly, I think within 48 hours, Warner Brothers reached out. Probably. Uh, within 24, it wouldn't have surprised me at all. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things where, like, th- this seemed super inevitable. Yeah. And he was suddenly free. And, yeah. But by that, uh, if I'm right about how that went down, he got to walk in with a, a giant fucking set of demands and whatever the fuck I want to do. Like, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he walked in pretty hard. Giant swinging dick. Giant swinging dick. I just enjoyed saying giant swinging dick to Dave several times. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't usually get to say it like... I mean, he usually says it to me for some reason or another. I wish we had HR here. Yeah. But... <laughs> now that we're two feet across, it was it was yeah. more fun. <laughs> and now I've got this, this like concept of him getting fired from Disney, and then like almost immediately he gets a phone call, and it's just Warner Brothers on the other line, like freaking Jay Sherman from The Critic. Hi, yeah. Guys. Yeah, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, and that's how it played out. I mean, realistically, it so was. So this is Warner Brothers. We're well accustomed uh, to dealing in the dirty business of controversy. Yeah, <laughs> we're not we're wondering to Kurt. And uh, it, it, if you want to bring up like the controversy of why he was under fire to begin with, that's 
fine and I get it, but controversy of hiring him, entirely different, and, and WB's history, entirely different. Like, that was just the first phone call Warner Brothers should have made, mm-hmm. and they did. Like, it was one of the most applaudable decisions they've made in very, in a very long time. Yeah, I agree. All right, so have you seen this Birds of Prey poster? I have. I love it. I want it on my wall. (laughs) It's very pretty. It is. It's pretty. And Harley's got mind over mayhem across her neck, and she's Mm -hmm. got all the the Birds of Prey, and uh, from what I understand, a uh, very uh, flamboyant black mask without a black mask. Mm -hmm. There have been reports that uh, are pissing off a lot of uh, hateful people. And uh, I don't mind it at all. Yep. It looks really good. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm digging the tone of this thing. It looks like Ayer's Squad, man. Yeah. It it does. It looks like more of a sequel to, to the Suicide Squad than the Suicide Squad's going to be. Absolutely. Um, by the way, uh, back to the Suicide Squad real quick. David Ayer's been all, like loving all up on James Gunn and... and in this new movie. Nice. He's saying he can't he can't wait for it. So <laughs> y'all can just if y'all mad about that, y'all can just get over that because David Ayer is. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm just digging everything about what I'm seeing on Birds of Prey. It looks fantastic. Happy to see it. Uh over to the Batman. Robert Pattinson's uh Batman film is going to start filming in the UK apparently. They're gonna be uh rec- bleh, recording. They're going to be filming in Leavesden, the Warner Brothers studio there. All right. A, a lot of London looks the same, as far as I can tell. Like Gotham City? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot of stuff uh, that's been said about, uh, that we, we've honestly just not talked about, and um, I don't know how much I really want to talk about it, honestly, but there was a kind of a fun story in uh, Variety where Pattinson was talking about how he was furious when he saw the news leak, uh, because when the news leaked... Uh, that he was going to be the next Batman. He had not been cast yet. He was still trying to get it. And yeah. he was worried that because they're so secretive and because of the backlash, they might actually turn away from him. Because they were still talking to him and they were talking to, uh, what's his face? Beast from the X-Men movies. Yeah. There were literally stories. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> There were as soon literally as it wasn't stories. Him, I don't, they didn't care anymore. I'm like, get out of here, about a boy, <laughs> um, mother boy, ball. <laughs> <laughs> there was supposition that at his casting alone, like the news of his casting, mm-hmm. was just to see if everyone would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. He says, "I get it. I get him being worried about that." Now he says, "When when it leaked, he was furious. Everyone was so upset. Everyone was panicking from his team." He says. Uh, he, he thought they'd blown up the whole thing. And uh, apparently he was actually on a flight sitting next to Christopher McQuarrie, the director, and real didn't realize who the guy was. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there, like, looking himself up on Google to see, like, reading all the, the, the articles and stuff. Nice. And then was worried. He says, I was sitting next to Christopher McQuarrie. I'd never met him before. And then I was like, oh, God, he's seen me Googling myself for the past hour. <laughs> McQuarrie said he would have been doing the same thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Patton was, Pattinson was in an episode of Entourage. Okay. That's what this feels like. The, like, the entire back and forth feels like an episode of Entourage. And by the way, mm-hmm. the lead character in Entourage uh, plays Aquaman at some point, if you didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I did know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough. I've never seen Entourage. <laughs> the only thing I know about Entourage 
is that that sketch from uh, SNL where mm-hmm. Sandberg is walking around as David uh, as uh, not Mark Wahlberg. They're talking to animals. Mm-hmm. You know the sketch? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what's up, Rooster? Say hello to your mother for me. Hey, oh, hey, goat. I produce Entourage. <laughs> no, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's a funny bit. I've actually seen Entourage, though, for, <laughs> I don't know, four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a funny bit. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. What's up, goat? I produce Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. And they have a thing like where they... <laughs> I, I, the one I saw was like, apparently this is a bit he'd done a few times. I saw it mm-hmm. on a special where he's doing a bit, and then like Lauren Michaels walks over with the real Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Nice, <laughs> just off screen. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So he also uh, tried on a bat suit. He says, "I put it on. I don't know if it's not his suit. It's just a suit." <laughs> and he says, "I remember saying to Matt, it it does feel quite transformative." And he was like, "I." Would hope it does. You're literally in the bat suit. <laughs> says, you do feel very powerful immediately, and it's pretty astonishing. Something that is incredibly difficult to get into. So the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. You've got five people trying to shove your shove you into something. Once you've got it on, it's like, yeah, I feel strong. I feel tough, even though I had to have someone squeezing my butt cheeks into their legs. <laughs> now this yeah. is interesting, and I don't know what it means. It could mean nothing. But there was an interview where Pattinson said something about uh, Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. and his Joker role. And then he, re- he retracted it immediately. He said, I don't know anything. I've got an idea uh, how to do about four scenes. I'm talking about his Batman. And then uh, I'm working on the rest gradually. And then uh, the interviewer writes that Pattinson went on to make a, quote, mundane comment about Phoenix's Joker. And then it doesn't say what it was, but Pattinson quickly retracted it and said, oh shit, I definitely should not say that. I'm so used to pretty art house movies where you can watch the movie three times and still not know what it's about. (laughs) So we have no idea what he said there. He's so used to doing like The Lighthouse or whatever that Mm -hmm. movie was. Yeah. uh, Now Todd Phillips has specifically said that it's not in canon with anything. No. Yeah. It is not guaranteed to be in canon with anything that we've seen before or after. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway... Uh, I got a little bit of WBT, as I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, J.J. Abrams just uh, inked that big deal for Warner Brothers. They they set that in stone. Mm-hmm. So Bad Robot's going to be working for Warner Brothers. Good. So uh, who knows what that could lead to? We don't have any news on that. Yeah, that could be a lot. It could. For some reason, that was, I, for a, some big reason, deal. That was a big saying, deal several years ago when it was like, oh, yeah, Bad Robot's going to be attached to the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. That amounted to nothing. That didn't amount to nothing. It amounted to a couple movies, and we're in the... D- it, it amounted to three movies that, you know, are pretty enjoyable for the most part. I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I have no hate for them. But, but it I, was not like, oh I, my god, we're going to build this entire world! But it has also been a trendsetter in terms of visual visualization for the franchise going forward. It's fair. You look at the trailer for Picard, you look at the whole of Star Trek Discovery, that shit looks like a J.J. Abrams production. A little bit. But because it is, it is a JJ production. That, their production team is based. It's show run by Alex Kurtzman. He's in charge of the entire franchise at yeah. this point. Kurtzman and RC. So were... let's not get ahead of ourselves and start saying it amounted to nothing. <coughs> it amounted to nothing. It amounted to a whole hell, hell of a lot. But that was supposed to be a franchise starter at the time, and it amounted to a couple movies. But it wasn't. It. it well, that might change because I don't want to get too I'm deep into the Star Trek. We. I like the new but versions. 
I don't want to get too deep into the Star Trek weeds, but Paramount and Viacom, CBS, all that shit is merging again. Yeah. So uh, the, a lot of the licensing issues are, are going to go back to the way they used to be back oh. in the old days. Uh, and that was one of the big issues with the J.J. Abrams movies. The licensing movie, I mean, the licensing never did anything, mostly because of the toys and shit they made looked like shit. Uh, but I digress. <clears throat> Fair enough. To a studio, all they see is prime cells. <laughs> prime timeline cells and J.J. Abrams doesn't. Okay. Yeah. But for some reason, all of our, all of our DC fans t- seem to think J.J. Abrams is going to make a Superman movie. No. You don't think so? No. We know that he likes the character. He wrote a script for it. it yeah. Was, it was a proposed uh, initial uh, uh, a draft for a proposed uh, trilogy. No. I didn't care for the, for the setup, but <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird take. But that was back in, you know, 2004 or so. Was it Rebirth? No, it was Flyby. It was Flyby? flyby? Yeah. That was was the one with the weird Superman shits. Well, that was the uh, Superman fighting uh, some Kryptonian dude with, like, Kryptonian karate midair, like the Matrix, and then, like, the Superman suit, like, oozed out of a container that they found in a ship, and it was alive, and... And Krypton turns out wasn't really exploded. It was something. I don't know. That's it was a little much. <clears throat> I'll put it. Um, I'm okay with weird mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my continuity right now, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the stuff that I read on the weekly uh-huh. or biweekly, uh, Jarl is not only a a thing but present in the the new. Continuity, like right. Jarl, is part of the reason that the Legion comes to be. Uh, it sounds like you're saying Jarl, and now I'm just thinking of a wonderful mixture of Jorel and Jaro. I am saying Jarl. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good point. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jaro and Jorel are uh-huh. a, a huge part of my uh, current interpretation of the books. So yeah, like I, I get it. Mm-hmm. She gets weird. I don't like it. I don't like what was happening before. It's one of those things where, like, you described this to me, and I just laughed for about two and a half minutes mm-hmm. when you told me what they thought they were going to do. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what else I would do. Because that shit was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Diane Nelson just said that uh, Jeff Johns is no buddy of hers. Why is Diane Nelson still involved? I don't know. She's not actually involved, but she just... She stepped down like a year yeah, ago. I know, but she just said that uh, Jeff Johns is no buddy of hers. I really just... I, I included this because, damn it, I want to know what Jeff Johns did that everyone's pissed off about. I want to know exactly what he did. I, I don't know. In the continuity, like he's because still a lot of the Snyder, heavily in charge yeah, of the DC Universe... Like, Jeff Johns and Scott Snyder are in charge of the print comics right now. Yeah, but, like, when he was... This is from his time with uh, the film division. Yeah. And a lot of Snyder fans call him a snake in a hat or some shit. Uh, A lot of... Some of the crew people uh, say stuff about him doing something to... Or betraying Zack Snyder in some capacity. Uh, I want to know. I want to know what it is. I want to know what he did. I would, too. And I've had my problems with Diane. Of course. But I would like to know what is the the problem there. Yeah, I want to know just what he did. <sighs> I would to make everyone so damned hateful towards Jeff Johns. I mean, he's he's clearly got a handle on the comics themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there is no question about yeah. how that works. I, 
it's a confusing part for sure. It is. All right, we're going to take a break because uh, there's like a commercial for a thing we don't know that needs to come up. But nice. when we come back, we're going to be talking about TV, including the Watchmen trailer and uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Commercials! So uh, we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back. Hey, <laughs> hey, man. Um, the new Watchmen trailer. <clears throat> Fantastic. Right. Oh goddamn. I think every time I see anything new about Watchmen, I just get more excited. Yeah. I, I went to my wife the other day. I was like, "Are you gonna, are you gonna reread? Or are you gonna? I didn't. I shouldn't say reread. Are you gonna read Watchmen for, <laughs> for the show?" And she's like, "Probably not." And I'm like, "You I mean, should. You should." But I mean, David, David Lindelof said you don't have to because it's not gonna be like you know, like, it'll be open for people who've never read. But you should. But you should. You should. I think there's a tone of that book that uh-huh. is gonna be represented here that you have to read. Yeah. To really get like there, that book was it redefined how DC Comics represented itself mm-hmm. for a good reason, and how comics in a lot of ways represent themselves. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, you can't just watch the movie. It's gonna it's gonna be a sequel to the comic, not mm-hmm. not the movie. Yeah, you should watch the movie minimally at least. Watch the movie somewhere, some other time. Ultimate version of the movie <laughs> minimally. No, because even the squid thing is different. <clears throat> I know the squid thing is is better though in the movie. But they're going to use the the comic version of that. Are they? In the yeah, in the show. Okay, I thought they were going to move the. They have like squid shelters and shit. All right. Yeah. It it works either way, but if you were going to do the movie in two hours, uh, it was a better version to. That. I don't like know. that was a good tweak. It was an interesting tweak. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel comfortable saying better. <laughs> it was. It was. It took less time, and you still got to have some of the same moments. Yeah. Like, one of the only moments that I think was missing was the comedian sitting on the uh, end of the bed of, uh, I forget his name, it was the guy with the long ears. Um, I know who he is. I know, I can't remember You know what I'm name. talking about. I can't remember his name. I'm so bad with names. But it was like the guy that's sitting on, uh, he, it was comedian sitting on the edge of his bed saying like, I, I can't believe uh, what I saw kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, that, like that was important for the book. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic for the book. But losing all of that and just making it Dr. Manhattan's fault or not even his fault, but even being able to fold that into the like, um, the Ozymandian or Ozymandias, Ozymandias? Ozymandias. Yeah, thank you. Um, his, uh, quick, that one moment where him and, uh, Dr. Manhattan or like Ozzy says, like, you know, you, you see what I did, you know. How does he put this? Uh, it was like, I, I see what you did. Uh, Manhattan says, like, without condoning or condemning, I understand. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most important moments. Mm-hmm. That part's in- extremely meaningful. They kept that. Yeah. And Snyder managed to keep the rest of the meaningfulness of the uh, of the book, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Including the Bike Freighter. Yeah. If you got to see the whole thing. If you watched the ultimate. Yeah. yeah. 
which I think his his preferred version is the director's cut, not the ultimate cut. I'm but, sure. I'm I'm sure. But anyway, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so the Titans showrunner has talked about a little bit about Batman. He said he's for uh, for Titans. He says he's still Batman. We just don't see him with the cape and cowl running around in the bat signal. And apparently the reason that we're not going to see him as Batman and Titans is because of Warner Brothers' restrictions on, on the characters. Goddamn Diane. It's not even her anymore. <laughs> um, Your legacy. Walker says we see versions of Bruce that are in the conscious world, and we see manifestations of Bruce that are at times not rooted in reality. People's imaginations of Bruce take on their own form. Bruce is many things to many people. A limitation of the show is we can't have Batman. So we try to turn that into a lot of possibilities of kind of exploring Bruce and all the dimensions of Bruce. By the way, I've only seen the first episode of Titans this season. I really like Ian Glenn as Bruce. It's pretty solid. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Uh, looks like we might be getting Blackfire, uh, a Canadian actress whose name I, I will butcher, certainly. Uh, Olenicki Adel... Uh, Adelie, Adelie, yeah, I feel like, it's, you know what, it's like, this is now officially Chris Farley trying to pronounce <laughs> Snake's Bend and Almost Heroes. Like, <laughs> it's hard. Um, I'm going to go with Aluna K. Adelie. 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 Yeah. Okay. Aluna K. Adelie. I'm going to go with that. Canadian actress shared a poster for the. Why is that Canadian? I don't know. She shared a poster uh, for the second season of Titans on her personal Instagram account with an encouraging message for fans of the show. It says, uh, "She says she's blessed and honored to be a part of the show." Uh huh. Can't wait for people to see it. We don't know who she's playing, but a lot of people think she's playing uh, Coriander's sister, Blackfire. Starfire, Blackfire, whatever. Blackfire. Yeah. yeah. Could be. No, yeah, that's the thought. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, they've uh, been teasing that Cyborg is going to be joining the Titans. Jovian Wade, uh, sorry, behind the same pictures uh, of Cyborg show Jovian Wade in uniform, and Titans actor Ryan Potter is, has been trying to get him uh, get get him alongside with the rest of the team. And uh, I mean, it makes sense. And he is on Doom Patrol, and mm-hmm. Doom Patrol was a backdoor pilot in an episode of Titans. Mm-hmm. I get it. It would be fantastic. In a way. Also, we have Doom Patrol. We do have Doom Patrol, but I didn't love Cyborg in that show. I feel like he didn't fit there. Nah, he made sense there. For me. He does until he comes to terms with what he is, and then he needs to be in in Titans. Nah. I mean, in his world, he comes to terms with what is and what shall be, Mm -hmm. but he also does that in Titans. I'm sorry, in uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah. If you looked around and you were like, oh, it's cool. I'm uh, He was literally hyper... my least favorite part of Doom Patrol. <laughs> it's fine. But if you looked around and you were like, oh, okay, I'm I'm part of Doom Patrol. Uh-huh. I'm a hyper-cybernetic individual mm-hmm. that uh, may or may not be connected to some sort of extra force. You would probably, being that you were staying with Doom Patrol at the time, probably try to hang out with Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't necessarily try to be a Titan. Except his whole, I mean... Yeah, traditionally he's he a Titan. Yeah, he wanted to be a member of the Justice League. That's what his goal was at the beginning of Doom Patrol. I think he is at the end of Doom Patrol Season 1. A member of the Justice League? I think they allude to it. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Why would you say it? Because I'm sick. <laughs> and I've been saying things in the last 
48 hours that aren't necessarily true. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what is true. Uh-huh. How's that for a segue? <laughs> Tom Welling is officially in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Fuck yes! Oh my god, Tom Welling fuck yes. Playing Clark, uh, Clark Kent. God uh, damn it. I'm a little worried they're saying he's playing Clark Kent and not Superman. <laughs> I'll take either. I will too. Said that we'll find out what happened to him after almost 10 years. Uh, so... I'll take whatever the hell comes. You, I mean, that you, guy, that person, mm-hmm. being attached to the Superman character uh-huh. in any capacity, mm-hmm. fuck yes, good job. Yeah, man. Now, uh, Mark Guggenheim said, For eight years, Arrow has stood on the shoulders of Smallville. Simply put, there would be no Arrow, no Arrow burst without it. And I think at this point, we could pretty much just call it the Smallville burst. But, <laughs> so, he said... So, when we first started talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths, our first, second, and third priorities were getting Tom to reprise his iconic role as Clark Kent. To say that we are thrilled would be a Superman-sized understatement. And uh, just yesterday, uh, uh, for us anyway, right? Erica Durant was announced as being on Crisis on Infinite Earths, and she was Lois Lane on Smallville. That one's a little troublesome. Yeah. Because she's already been in Supergirl. So? That's all. That's all I've got. She's already been in Supergirl. Well, Supergirl's adopted mother was, uh, I think, uh, Supergirl's mother, Kryptonian mother in Smallville. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And we're we're literally going to get Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman and the Atom. Probably. Unless he dips. Yeah. He'll hang in there. So... I, I'm not worried Filling about. In there. I'm not worried about faces. And they even had that bit in a couple of uh, crossovers ago, where uh, Brandon Routh said that uh, told Kara she looked like a cousin of his. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that was a thing. They're not worried about it, man. Yeah. They're, they're, they've had uh, John Wesley ships. Lanterns have How been How many hung. John Wesley ships have, have we had in this universe? <laughs> couple. Yeah. Also, like dead faces, faces uh, are recurring. dead arrow costumes on the ground. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They. they They've been wanting to play with uh, exactly that universe before. Mm-hmm. I mean, god damn it. That was Justin Harley's costume dead on the ground. It was. I, I'm now, really I curious. It was Earth-90. So. It was a separate Earth. It but was, It was Flash's universe. It was the Flash's, John Wesley Ship Flash's Earth. Yeah. Earth-90. But the most exciting thing about the Crisis on Infinite Earths is that's all still in play. Mm-hmm. It's all still part of the things we've seen. Mm-hmm. They're just also doing every other goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and John, in the meanwhile, they're gonna. In the meantime, they're gonna do. Uh, meanwhile, meantime, they're gonna do uh, Pariah as played by Tom Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. and I cannot express how happy I am with that. Mm-hmm. That is the best thing I've ever yeah. heard in the history of the Arrowverse. Tom Cavanaugh doing Pariah is maybe my favorite thing that's ever happened. I was pretty excited about it. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best things. I, I like. I couldn't have conceived it. Yeah. It's one of those things where I heard it <laughs> and thought, "Oh my god, are you kidding?" I couldn't have conceived. Why is this April Fools? Also, why is April Fools every fucking day? Because uh-huh. this is sometime in July or some shit. It, yeah, it was a super exciting point. So we have that. We have John Wesley Ship. Is is confirmed to come back for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. We have Jonah Hex confirmed. Goddamn. To yeah. return for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Jonathan yeah. Sheck. Um, 
Now, you know, Welling and Rosenbaum basically said, no one's even talking to us about crisis on infinite earths. I told Jason when they said that, I said, I bet you anything they're in it. Like, they're not, <laughs> you know, Guggenheim's been saying that they've been calling everybody. Yeah. So you're not going to convince me that no one's called Tom Welling or Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. That them saying they're not doing it means they're doing it. So yeah. I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get Rosenbaum saying, all right, I'm doing it. I um, would bet on that being a thing we see at some point. Mm-hmm. Rosenbaum's like Luther at, another thing. at some point, for sure. No, it's apparently not happening. I hate that they even mention it because it just tears me up. Cameron Cuff of Krypton oh, yeah. said that he was sought after and he couldn't do it because of scheduling issues. What? What the fuck? He had a movie. He was God damn it, Cameron. Doing a movie. But God damn it, Cameron. But here's what I'm thinking. Uh huh. If they're reaching out to Cameron. Yeah. How the hell are we not going to get Titans <laughs> and Doom Patrol? I would story? love to see that. I think there's also like a, a Diane Nelson aspect of the universe mm-hmm. where you're not going to get certain things. Yeah. And uh, if they're calling Krypton. Yeah, but they're calling Krypton, which is also like a show that was going to be canceled, I guess, if you're an insider mm-hmm. and <clears throat> a show that's definitely canceled now. Like mm-hmm. for sure. That show's gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No sign necessarily that it's going to be hooked up right. on another show. And like, if, if you're no, calling out taken, that, it took months for us to get a Doom Patrol con- confirmation from DC Universe. Yeah, like, but we, that was also like next year we might get. Oh, by the way, we, we're doing Krypton again. Oh, we could, but that would be also a network picking up a streaming show, which usually has some falter all, which we would hear about. A network generally. picking up a streaming show. Yeah, or a streamer picking up a network show. That thing also. That. But Warner Brothers Television owns both. That thing instead. Warner Brothers Television owns it. So, I mean, if Krypton... I mean, yeah, Warner Brothers owns all want this, it, they can but they do whatever the hell they want. don't necessarily transfer. Like They might not, but they could if they wanted. They could. I, I would love to see any of that picked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want the Lobo series, and I want another season of Krypton. That shit turned around. Hard. Hard. Yeah. But my point, if they're looking at Cameron Cuff, you know they're talking to... Brendan Thwaites. You know they're talking to... <laughs> they're talking to Walker. I think Titans. it's still a stretch. Like, it's still it a, a stretch, continued show that's... That, how the hell do you do Crisis on Infinite Earths and not, like... Dude, I... The entire premise of, of Krypton was that it was before this. I know. But they they were saying that they could still do it. They, I mean, they wouldn't have called it they if could. they hadn't thought about it. I, they could. I, I don't... And the next season was going to take place in, in, like, modern day. Yeah. I don't like doubt a young Jor-El being groomed by Brainiac to be the new Superman on Earth. Yeah. That's bent to fantastic. his will. I know, right? That's just... Yeah. They, they, they left idea a lot on the table. Uh, like, I want another season. But I don't think... Um, like, for sure, this crisis could do without it. Yeah, for sure, cri- this crisis could do without a lot of things. Also... They've already announced. Yeah. And how do you ask Cameron Cuff of Krypton and not ask Titans people? And you know what I mean? Like, that's just my thought. Like, if they're a little bit, like, I'm kind of, they should like, be talking to freaking, I'm Swamp kind thing. of holding up, like, yeah. everybody. I agree. I'm holding out a little bit of hope that, mm-hmm. that this, like, this crisis is so big. It's mm-hmm. pulling in so many people that I'm, like, holding out some hope that they're going to bring in the other generation of people later. Hmm. Like, it, it's so big right now. Like, can you believe I mean, Tom they, Welling is involved? Honestly. That's absurd. There's only, like, what, five episodes? So they could really just 
show us glimpses of these things and then mm-hmm. save it for save a big confrontation with those people for a later crossover. But I, yeah, of course I want to see Brendan Thwaites' Nightwing running around or something. Uh, oh God, did the. Uh... I mean, we've already we've already seen we've like, seen there, it literally. Yeah, there's, there, yeah, my there's favorite like part, picks. by the way, of the set picks. <laughs> my favorite part of the set picks was someone said like, "Oh my god, it's so and so as Nightwing." I was like, "Who the fuck else do you think that would be?" Mm-hmm. Of course, that's Nightwing. My favorite part was stupid. <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I saw so and so. What do you think the show is building to? A yeah. and two, of course. Yeah. And why do we need any instruction as to who this would be? Mm-hmm. Of course that's fucking Nightwing. Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, you know, I uh, I've talked to uh Brent over at Fans Without Borders and you know, he 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 doesn't expect to see Titans and Doom Patrol. Uh, uh of course that was before the Cameron Cuff stuff broke. I, I mean to say like, "Hey man, so uh, look at who they talked to." Mm-hmm. Uh it'd be lovely if they did like a version of uh, if they did a version of Krypton mm-hmm. where it was like a Legionnaires kind of mm-hmm. situation, fantastic. And you know they have they have rights, man. They they he can't actually show up for reels for reels, but they could still have like a quick scene of him as Seg doing something. Oh yeah, where they could just toss him in, throw him a few bucks. Like, yeah, we use your likeness. There you go. They could literally um, just do the scene where he's doing like that thing with his arms, where he's doing mm-hmm. the uh. Doing the cavil, yeah, the cavil, yeah, the, the Mission Impossible, yeah, Mission Impossible. Moment. yeah, yeah, and I would be super happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, you know, I would just like to see him included. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, but if they're doing him, I wonder. I wonder if they talked to anybody from Gotham. Yeah, I would love to see Gotham. Yeah, like way beyond Krypton, I would love to see Gotham. <laughs> yeah, we got Burt Ward for God's sake. Yeah, I'm so excited for this shit, man. The only way I could be more excited is if, like, and this is the kind of shit that they would like wait or maybe not even say until mm-hmm. the show was on, dude. I, 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 they're not going to. I know they're not going to. It's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. Don't even think that this could be a possibility. But oh my God, if Michael Keaton <laughs> showed up as 89 Batman. I don't think my dick would work right for months. <laughs> I get that. I get that entirely. Like, if if Michael Keaton Batman is chilling out next to Kevin Conroy Batman in any capacity, it would be like the crossover event of my childhood. Yeah. It would be everything. Yeah. You would die a little outside. <laughs> like, in the sense that your pulse would stop. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> There'd bit. be about four seconds where your heart was like, what the hell? What are we doing now? What's going on? Yeah. I don't understand what the world is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm supposed to like keep beating. Yep. I get that. I get that entirely. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's move on over here. We've got uh, a few people returning for Arrow, the final season. We got Yao Fei, uh, Gulong, the, the, uh, the Master Archer. From Leon Yu. I think he was Shadow's dad, wasn't he? I think so. Who like taught all over the things before he got killed and then she taught him the things? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, Byron Mann is reprising the role. Uh, Willa Holland is coming back. We don't know if she's a parallel reality version of her or what, but she'll be showing up again. I don't care. She should come back for a second. She should. In a season like this, she, she should. should. Uh, CW released some new pictures from season six. We've got a new, uh, flash suit for, for Barry. Uh, 
I love it. We have the chin strap back. He's got like these little like ventilation holes. It looks like something a, a, a runner would wear. It, the the mask isn't top heavy anymore. It's always looked like he's you know like a bag of lays on top of his head to me. <laughs> or you can just know that like about twenty percent of it's like air. Um, but this thing is like form fitting. It looks like it's going to give him the ventilation he needs to, uh, to have the chin strap and be comfortable. So good on you, Grant Gustin. I dig the suit, dude. Not that he designed kind it. Kind of curious. Oh, have you not seen it? Mm-mm, I have not. Oh. Oh, look at that. He might mm-hmm. be able to put that on without yeah. dying in a fucking chair for six hours before they shoot yeah. anything. Yeah. It just looks like a much more comfortable situation. Yeah. And we don't get that awful, like, hey, my mask is hanging off of my neck thing that we got last year. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um. <laughs> a little bit of that. Uh-huh. We don't have, like, you know, just gave birth vagina mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think of it as the, like, the Flash Museum style. Mm-hmm. All of those versions of Flash were just in the museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. we've got a Jessica Jones uh, cast member, Terry Chin, showing up on uh, Legends of Tomorrow as Genghis Khan. Who? Terry Chin as Genghis Khan. All right, let's look up Terry Chin. Now, Terry Chin was apparently in the uh, second season of Jessica Jones, and I did not watch that one. I haven't watched that one yet, I should say. So, I don't know her or him. I watched it. I didn't like it. Okay. Thought it was kind of wanting until... Says the man who defends Iron Fist. Yeah, I don't defend Iron Fist. Oh! Him. Numerous times you said to me, it's not that damn bad. That's right, defending, defending it. Defending and terrible. saying it's not that damn bad are different things. It was terrible. It Iron was... Fist was a train wreck. No. There are parts of that that were pretty fantastic. Like when the show was over. No. The end credits I... were amazing. I was like, thank... Christ, I don't have to watch this show anymore. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we, we sussed that out pretty quickly. <laughs> there was a lot that could have been done. I, I've said many times, and you, you've heard me say this, um, it would be fantastic if the show Iron Fist had at some point shown Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Like, we went through two seasons of this character, two and a half seasons, we'll call it, with the Defenders, uh-huh. and at no point did we see, well, we see, like, pieces of yeah. Danny Rand be Iron Fist. Yeah, there are parts Fuck of it, it. that I've, I've, I enjoyed, well, segments, I'll, I'll call it. And then, like, the last, Brief shining I don't moments. know, 120 seconds of the show, the last couple minutes of the show. I never saw the second season, by the way. Did you? I never did. Okay, you should see the second season before you say this. But it didn't... At no point is he Iron Fist. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, like, the last few seconds of the show, he's Iron Fist. Like, hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, so hard that you want another season. Right. But it's stupid. Yeah. Like, it's not... Dude, I kept trying to... It's not retrievable from the other parts of the show. Like, I did not like Defenders. I did not like Iron Fist season one. I like Defenders. Um... There were parts of Defenders, I, I should say. I liked a couple like parts the, of Defenders. Like the office scene. I, mean, I did. I, stuff, I like, didn't like Iron Fist Season 1, didn't like Defenders, and then everything started getting canceled. Oh, yeah. No, so, I, I have not seen another season of Jessica Jones. I think three. Yeah, I've been trying to muster uh, the gumption, I'll say, yeah. to, to finish out the Netflix shows. 
Um, but it, I'm, it's like I am, uh, I've, it's like I've taken a woman home from a bar and I'm far too drunk. I'm in the bathroom trying, uh, trying to coax a whiskey dick and it just won't happen. I just can't watch it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not sure that's wrong. <laughs> I do know that I, I have another season of Punisher and Jessica Jones that I've just not seen. Yeah. Because I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. There's enough going on in the world. And I, I know that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. By the way, just just to throw this out there, I want to say I wasn't speaking from experience because that's not my scene <laughs> at all. But I know I have too many friends. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I know that situation. I understand. I've been. I've that situation has been explained to me several times, and I went, "Oh, well, okay. You yeah. poor bastard." Yeah. We've all been there. I have not been there. <laughs> I have not been there. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't like bars, and I don't like bringing women home. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like whiskey, damn it. <laughs> so I said, have, have had all those. Uh-huh. Some of you. Yeah. So we're going to have Genghis Khan. Right. In Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. <laughs> That's the point. And, and of Why? The episode's going to be called Mortal Kombat. Well, because, remember, uh, Astra... Took all those yeah, souls of the people and put... I know. <laughs> also, Legends has been more fulfilling than I thought, so fuck it. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. I have to scroll now because I did some prep before other news came out. <laughs> oh, uh, this was exciting to me. Supergirl Season 5 added uh, a couple of new cast members. We've got Mitch Pelegi, uh from X-Files, freaking Director Skinner. Smoking guy? Not smoking guy. The bald guy who was always talking to smoking guy. The oh! The bald dude with the glasses who told Mulder and Scully what to do. Oh! Yeah. Alright. So we got him, and... Uh, <laughs> That's not nothing. And All we right. got Cara Buono, who was the uh, quote-unquote local hot mom. Karen Wheeler from Stranger Things. Uh, so, yeah, right. we've got them on Supergirl this year, and uh, even though they're both really good at what they do, they're, actor, they're, they're acting, I uh, fully expect the directors of Supergirl to say, okay, take everything you do about acting and throw it out, <laughs> because we need ham, people, ham. All right, based on Str- Stranger Things, mm-hmm. short of White uh, Known a Writer, mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, this this lady was good too. Yeah, she she played more in season two, I think. But uh, I actually, one, but. strangely, like short of season one, uh, even Ryder was pretty good. But those acceptance speeches were weird. Okay, have you seen those? Mm-mm. Not much time. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Acceptance speeches? Yeah. For what awards or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, look it up. Not right now. No. It's absurd. We're not doing the Joe Rogan podcast. We're not, <laughs> this is not the Joe Rogan experience. We're not going to go three hours because we're looking up videos. <laughs> I promise you, it's absurd. Okay. All right. So, uh, Deadline reports that uh, they're going to be playing recurring roles as ancient aliens in the fifth season. That <laughs> Buono is going to be Gamemne. I don't know. That's a G-A-M-E-M-E-M-E. And sure. uh, Ramakon. Buono. And Ramakon. Now they're they are DC Comics characters. They're not holocloth, but um, they are part of the Ancients, aliens tied to Atlantis. They were joint rulers of the realm at one point. 
in the ancient world. They resurfaced in the 21st century, uh, came into conflict with the Justice League. Now, uh, in, in this show, they're going to be, uh, they say, uh, an ancient alien who, with others of her kind, have been safeguarding the Earth from the follies of humanity throughout the ages. Now! aim is to use technology to subjugate humans. <laughs> now! Stop. Stop being <laughs> drunk. Now, Gamnanana is cutting, witty, ruthless, and always ten steps ahead of her adversaries. They're just saying the name over and over again just to screw people like me over. Gamnanana's agenda <laughs> puts her into conflict with her would-be allies and on a collision course with Supergirl. Ramakan! I love the idea that, like, the people creating this show were like, you know what, podcasters have real trouble <laughs> because with this. Because they're not professionals. <laughs> With this pronunciation, so we should use that yeah. instead yeah. of anything else. No, she should be named John. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ramakan, an ancient alien who is able to control the four ancient elements: fire, water, earth, and air. Arrogant and willful, Ramakan has been entrusted to use his powers to protect the earth from mankind for millions of years. But now his agenda puts him at odds with Supergirl, as well as Lena Luthor. Of course. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I, I like both of those actors. Let's, the only thing I like about it is that Lena will some point at some point be happy with Supergirl. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know about that. Yeah. They, they said that. No, they didn't we don't say know that, that. But they're both at odds at like a similar creatures. So hopefully, I would like those two to be on the same page, happy with each other, mm-hmm. so on. It's yeah. one of my great annoyances of the the show so far. The 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 constant. The constant. We're might it be? Other. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. we're not middling. Yeah. Alrighty. So uh over to animation. There's some really cool animation stuff this this month. It's <laughs> like when was the last this, time we did a news episode? This month. <laughs> um Michael Rosenbaum over in July started openly calling for Warner Brothers to reunite the cast of Justice League, the animated series, you know? Yes. Good job. For Mike. a reunion movie. And uh no no official response has happened yet. But uh, Rosenbaum says, we've been trying. When I was in Melbourne and Perth and Adelaide and Sydney and Gold, and Gold Coast and Brisbane, we were talking about it all day. And so I think it's going to happen, but you're going to have to keep pressing the Twitter. Pressing the Twitter. And we'll pressing eventually get to it. I hope so. Uh, now, you know, Susan Eisenberg has said she would do it. Kevin Conroy said he would do it. Mark Hamill said he would do it. Um and that, you know, uh, Conroy, Eisenberg, and, uh, George Newbern had, like, a little mini reunion with uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five, which was pretty fun. Nice. So, uh, I think we talked about that, didn't we? Didn't we have a review of that? We did. We did have that review. Of what? Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Yes, we did. Mm hmm. That was a good show. That was. Good show. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Eisenberg says she wants to explore the relationship between Bruce and Diana a bit more. She's like, I know yeah. there are Wonder Bat fans out there who feel the same way. I, I always like that. I always like that ship, man. Um, you want to sail on that ship? Hmm? You want to sail on that ship? I do. I want to sail on that ship. Hmm. <laughs> the vasty mateys. <laughs> uh, hard to port, my friend. Hard <laughs> to port. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Phil Lamar said, uh, your first hope is that someone will see your work. Your second is that it will in some way endure. Executives tend to look for the biggest, shiniest new thing, not the best, most loved old thing, until someone proves there's an audience for it. So everyone start bugging. Oh my God, that's like the most accurate thing a voice actor has said in a long time. Mm-hmm. And by the way, like, you know this, um, voice actors are for sure, like, the most mistreated 
version of anything we talk about. Probably, yeah. They, they, yeah. I it's wonder, absurd. I wonder if our show would do better if I just moved animation news up front. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, so we have a first look image at uh, the uh, Superman Red Sun. I saw that. We saw, we both saw that. And they, they released the full voice cast. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's the same image, but mm-hmm. with a claw or with a whatever that is. Sickle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh... The cast, I didn't even know who the cast was until just now. Or not just now, but until I did the prep for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Isaacs <laughs> as Superman. He was Batman, or he was in Batman Under the Red Hood. He was, uh, dude, he, he was just in Star Trek Discovery. I like that guy. He's he's really good. Yeah, I'm saying We've got Diedrich Bader as Lex Luthor. He's usually Batman. What's happened to Diedrich? He's flipping over the bad side. Uh, Amy Acker as Lois Lane. Hell yeah. Yeah. She was in The Gifted. She's in Angels, Fred, and Illyria. Uh, right. Vanessa Marshall from Star Wars Rebels as Wonder Woman. Phil Morris from Doom Patrol as James Olsen. Paul Williams as Brainiac. Uh, Sash Roiz from Grimm. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Phil Lamar as Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. We've got Roger Craig Smith from Markham Origins as Batman. And... Uh, we're also going to get uh, Travis Willingham as John F. Kennedy and Superior Man, and William Sayers uh, as Joseph Stalin, and Abe Zoli as Svetlana. So that it's a good cast. Yeah, I man, I, I love Red Sun so much. It's it's a good piece. And uh, over to Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Weird Al Yankovic is playing <laughs> Gentleman Ghost. Why not? They re- they released a really fantastic clip of him like possessing some like big biker dude and trying to rob a bank. Nice. But he's also playing Dark Side. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic is playing. He could Dark be Side. a yeah. That actually could work. And uh, I I don't know if anyone saw this, but a few days ago uh, they played the season finale of Scooby Doo and Guess Who. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a it was a Batman episode. They ran into Batman like they were going to see. Alfred Pennyworth, and he was kidnapped, and Batman keeps showing up and going like, "Where's Alfred?" Nice. And uh, it was it was Kevin Conroy doing the voice of Batman. Oh, that's surprising. <laughs> like I know the the Batverse and the uh, Scooby Doo verse mm-hmm. have met before. Uh, uh, a few occasions now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like there's some Cesar Romero version of Joker that showed up on that. Was it? I don't think it was Cesar Romero, but it was. It was definitely like the old like Super Friends Batman and Robin. Yeah. And then there was Scooby Doo meets Batman the Brave and the Bold. That was Dietrich Bader straight up. And now this one with Kevin Conroy. Nice. Yeah. So nice. There's a great bit in this. Like I watched a clip of it, and I want to watch the whole episode where like Scooby is trying to explain to everybody like because they kept running into Batman, and <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> Batman's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> and he's just saying shit that Batman didn't say, but like, he was just like, and he was like, I am vengeance. I am the knight. <laughs> it was great. See, that's fantastic. It was. It was fantastic. That is good. So, uh, yeah, that's out there. I'm sure somewhere you can probably buy it on iTunes if you can't find it anywhere else. But, um, that's, that's it, man. That's the whole show. Oh, I guess we'll call it. Yeah, we're going to call it. I'm sorry, man. <sighs> Still sick. Yeah, don't worry about doing Still the editing. Still sick I can at do the, the end of the uh, recording of the episode. Mm-hmm. 
Still super sick. Yeah. I would like to go, like, crawl onto the floor right now. Well, we have a guest bedroom, if you'd like to do that. No, the floor. The floor. The floor is better. No. I promise you it's not. The floor looks better. I need to work in my office (laughs) after we're done, and I really don't need you on the floor. I get that part. The floor looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. I would like to be there now. Right. I'm restructuring my Dave Cave a little bit, and yeah. uh, there is the the floor is littered with like boxes and action figures and Batman tins, and for some reason Jason is about to join them. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm in Dave's cave at the moment, and uh, I would like to just lie down on the floor. But if I went to my house right now, I would just go to the office and and just lie down. Mm-hmm. Just have a lie. Well, that's the floor in your office. Yeah. Um, which is concrete. Yeah, it's concrete. And, yeah, with, but it's cool. Yeah. It is very, it's, it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with both these at the moment. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Yep. I'm going to lie down. Not on my floor. <laughs>Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.